What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my very own sunroom. It's a season three, episode forty-four of Joshua's Proximity. Man, this past week in the NFL, a lot of things have went down. But I want to start off with the most important story that I think needs to be addressed and needs to be talked about. When it comes to sports, it doesn't matter if it's boxing, baseball, NFL, basketball, hockey, or you can even say it, even in the business world, as far as business, uh, accounting world, whatever you want to look at, the stock market. Majority of the times when you're in a job, it's all about what have you done for me lately? I don't care in the National Football League. I don't care if you won seven Super Bowls. I don't care if you won four MVPs. I don't care if you won one MVP. It's all about what have you done for me lately. And this mantra or this cliche is, is nothing more important than Matt Ryan. Now, last week or a couple weeks ago, um, I want to say in episode 40, episode 40 of Josh's Proximity in week three, I was talking about what what is going on in the National Football League? What are we starting to see a new trend of? What is currently becoming extinct? The the standard pocket passer, the Tom Brady's, the Matt Ryan's, hell, you could even say Aaron Rodgers to a certain extent. The pocket passer is no longer in existence. And it is more evident than Matt freaking Ryan. I stated even last season, going into the offseason of the NFL, that the acquisition of Matt Ryan was not going to pan out to be one that is going to be a great one. Matt Ryan, I stated last year, was an old 37-year-old quarterback. If you watched on my YouTube, I'm obviously I'm going to post a clip of it. But he was an old quarterback last year, and the only thing that transitioned from the end of last season to the beginning of this season, is he only got older. He didn't get more athletic. He didn't get more mobile. His arm didn't even increase in strength. And it is clearly evident with the benching of Matt Ryan. I just need everybody just to keep the same energy. Matt Ryan is not the guy that we think he is, man. I don't care if he's top 10 in passing yards. I don't care if he has one MVP and four Pro Bowls. Matt Ryan is no longer, he shouldn't even be considered into the Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame quarterback does not get benched. A Hall of Fame quarterback does not go to a new team that is expected to win and get benched. All I kept hearing all this offseason is how the Indianapolis Colts are primed to win and primed to win big. If you ask me, they've been in quarterback purgatory, which I stated since they since Andrew Lux has retired. I really believe personally that the Indianapolis Colts have maximized their window. Frank Wright is going to get fired at the end of this season. If they lose to the Washington Commanders this week, even if they get blown out, he is gone before Tuesday of next week. Write this down. Mark it. He will be gone next week if they lose to the Washington Commanders. Matt Ryan, let's go ahead and let's talk about him. He leads the, the NFL in sacks. He leads the NFL in turnovers. He leads the NFL in interceptions, fumbles, um, lost yards, whatever you thinking about that is negative at the quarterback position. 
It has Matt Ryan's face all over it. They gave up the Indianapolis Colts. They traded for Matt Ryan. If I'm not mistaken, they gave up a third rounder for him. At this point of their at this point as the Indianapolis organization, they just need to go ahead and just draft a quarterback. No more quarterback rentals. Not every team is built for a quarterback plug-in and success. You out of the last couple of seasons, you've really only seen it pan out twice. The Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's a lot of teams that have talent. You're seeing it even in the Denver Broncos. That quarterback, Russell Wilson, everybody, even myself, thought that, that was a they were just a quarterback away from becoming championship contenders. And that's not the case. So when you're looking at these teams that's built to win, even my Carolina Panthers to to some extent, we just need to just go ahead and just draft young quarterbacks. The pocket passer no longer exists. Everybody, we just need to just go ahead. This is 2022. This is 1990. This is not the early 2000s, the mid-2000s, hell, even the 2010s. In today's day and age, you have to have a quarterback that can make all of the throws, that is athletic, and that is going to be mobile. These these pocket passers in today's NFL, it's too much speed. They are extinct. Matt Ryan is washed. He needs to retire. Tom Brady is washed. He needs to retire. Hell, even Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to say he needs to retire, but he has to get some help on the outside, but... Uh, that's, that's besides the point, man. I just want to just transition to my next topic. As you can see, I am wearing an old memorabilia, Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, 22, man. And I can say that we definitely won this trade. A lot of people are stating that the Carolina Panthers are in a rebuild. I don't think of it as a rebuild. When you look at what the Carolina Panthers currently are, what are we? We are, 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 we are a team that has a young nucleus. We have Brian Burns. We have Derrick Brown. We have J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin, D.J. Moore. Hell, even Terrence Marshall Jr., Tommy Trimble, Chuba Herbert to a certain extent. We are getting away from the old regime. We're getting away from the Ron Rivera. We're getting away from the Matt Rule. Matt Rule, I will say, has scouted some young, great talent. And whoever is our next head coach is going to be if we get the right guy, it's going to be in a position to win and win now. Um, the Panthers, we traded Christian McCaffrey for a second, third, and fourth, and a fifth rounder to the 49ers. The second, third, and fourth is in next year's draft, and the fifth rounder is in the 2024 uh, draft. The Carolina Panthers definitely won this trade. Now, the 49ers, I believe, they're going to be on my top ten. I understand that they are three and four currently record-wise, but this team, they were my preseason favorites to come out of the NFC, and I'm, I'm going to explain that later. But the Carolina Panthers obviously won this trade. Christian McCaffrey, he isn't getting any younger. We've already paid him. Next year, we're going to take a, we were going to take a $19 million cap hit if we kept him on our books. So let's just go ahead and just move off of him right now. Next year, right now, we currently have top five draft pick. We can get a quarterback. We can get a receiver in the second round, a running back in the second round if we choose to. Third round, we can get a, a, a corner, a tight end, or whatever we decide. But 
I do believe it was time for us to move off of him because, one, he's old. He is a thousand, thousand guy, but in the last two to three years, out of a possible 23 or 33 possible games that he could have played, he's only played 10 games. And what better time to move move off of him than right now? We just got a fantastic dub against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 21-3. My team is not in a rebuilding state. We have the pieces to win now. We just have to get the right quarterback and the right head coach, and the Carolina Panthers will take off. Mark my words. Let me go ahead and take off this jersey, man. Um, Let's talk about some baseball right now. I kind of was right on my predictions when we was talking about the World Series. Obviously, you guys know I'm a Yankee fan. And the Philadelphia Phillies, they are playing some of the best baseball right now. Bryce Harper, he has this team playing well. The Houston Astros, we know what they represent. The Astros, if you want to say it, they are the best. They've been the best team out of the American League within the past six seasons. They are just they are just winners. I understand that they cheated. They won the World Series off of it. But this team, they're just they're just winners. Point blank period. Um in the World Series, it is the Houston Astros versus the Philadelphia Phillies. I like the I like Bryce Harper to win his first World Series. The Astros, it'll be their third second time in three years going back to the World Series. I know Mattress Mac has seven million on the line to to have a, a possible payout of $38 million if the Houston Astros win. But I'm going to rock with Bryce Harper, man. He's a legend on major, MLB The Show, and he's a legend in actual baseball. So I'm going to Astros in – give me the Astros in six. Like we do every week of the National Football League, let's go ahead and jump right into – my NFL hierarchy, Josh's proximity, top 10. Let's do it. At number 10, I got the San Francisco 49ers. I understand that they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no shame in, in losing to the top three teams in the National Football League. The 49ers, they just got Christian McCaffrey, what I just talked about in my last segment. The 49ers are built to win. They are going to start winning. They're going to start piling on wins very, very quickly, very, very fast. Number 10, San Francisco 49ers. Number 9, the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know what's going on, but Pete Carroll, he is in talks about coach of the year. Obviously, Brian Dayball is head and shoulders coach of the year right now. But what Pete Carroll has this team doing, they're playing outstanding defense. They can run the football on anybody. And Geno Smith is looking like a pro bowler. The Seattle Seahawks, they look like a legit team. They're leading the NFC West currently. The Seattle Seahawks definitely are a top 10 team. At number eight, the New York Jets. The only reason why I don't have the Jets higher is because they just lost Brees Hall. I don't know how the, the Jets are, gone, are going to look now moving forward. They just traded for James Robinson. But James Robinson, James Robinson has had some games earlier this year. If the Jets can find a way to get James Robinson the ball, get him out in space, the Jets could still have something. And even Robert Soller, they, they might be serious contenders heading into the playoffs if they can continue to continue this run. At number eight, the New York Jets. Number seven, 
the Dallas Cowboys. They just got that Prescott. They won against the Detroit Lions. It didn't look clean, but we can all agree that Prescott is better than Cooper Rush. There is no debate on that. There is no quarrel on that. That Prescott is head and shoulders better than Cooper Rush. Their defense is still playing top five. Number seven, the Dallas Cowboys. Number six, the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, last week, everybody was killing me because I had them above the Baltimore Ravens. On my top ten, I don't go off of records. I don't go off of who you beat. I look at your schedule. I look at how you've won, and I look at how you have played within the past several weeks. The Cincinnati Bengals, yes, they torched the Atlanta Falcons, but Joe Burrow and this team is starting to heat up right now. Number six, the Cincinnati Bengals. Number five, the New York Giants. Now, Brian Dayball, coach of the year, it's going to be hard to move them above these other four teams because these other four teams, I believe personally, are right now better at football than the New York football Giants. Saquon Barkley, offensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, and needs to be in discussions as far as MVP talks. Number five, the New York Giants. Number four, the Minnesota Vikings. Had a bye week this week. Don't want to say too much about them. They only have one loss. Number four, Minnesota Vikings. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they just opened up a can of whoop-ass against the 49ers. Uh, a lot of people were talking about Tyreek Hill was the, the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs were succeeding. Everybody kept stating that the reason why Patrick Mahomes was successful was because he had big chunk plays with Tyreek Hill. But actually, if you want to be statistically correct, the Kansas City Chiefs now have more 20-yard-plus plays than they did on the previous season. Kansas City, number three. Number two, Philadelphia Eagles, another team that was on a bye week. They are the only remaining undefeated team, but they are no, they are not better than, obviously, the number one team, the Buffalo Bills. Last two teams, number two, the Eagles, and number one, the Bills, both off of a bye week. I mean, the Bills play the um, Green Bay Packers this Sunday night. It's going to be a slaughter fest. Number one, Buffalo Bills. 10, 49ers, 9, Seahawks, 8, the Jets, 7, Cowboys, 6, Bengals, 5, Giants, 4, Vikings, 3, the Chiefs, 2, the Eagles, and number one, the Buffalo Bills. All right, everybody, go ahead and get your pins out. We're about to go ahead and start circling locks in for this week. Thursday night football, Ravens versus Bucks. Uh, I'm going to Ravens, man. The Bucks look awful. The pocket passer no longer exists. Broncos versus Jags. Woo! In Jacksonville, give me the Jags. I don't think uh, Russell Wilson is going to be playing. Dolphins versus Lions. Give me the Dolphins. Panthers versus Falcons. Me and D. Brown have a bet. Give me the, the Panthers in this matchup. Cardinals versus Vikings. D. Hop is back. I'm going with the Cardinals in this in this matchup. Bears versus Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, Raiders versus Saints. Give me the Raiders in this matchup. Steelers versus the Eagles. Eagles are too hot right now. Patriots versus Jets. I was leaning towards the Patriots, but I'm going with the Jets in this matchup. Titans versus Texans. Give me the Titans. Giants versus the Seahawks in Seattle. Saquon Barkley, give me the Giants. Commanders versus Colts. Colts are awful. If the Colts lose, the head coach is getting fired. With that being said, give me the Commanders. 49ers versus Rams. Always a tough matchup. Give me the 49ers in this matchup. Packers versus Bills. 
Sunday night football, Bills. And the Monday night football game of the week, Bengals versus Browns. Give me the Bengals. And as always, as we do, Josh's Proximity, episode 44 of season three, we out.